Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We saw the New South Wales Blues and Brad Fittler. They had their opening night gala night thing the other night. Uh, sensational scenes coming out of it. Seeing some of the you know the modern day players with some of the older guys. Uh, we saw Finchie, Robbie Farrar, Paul Gallen, these sort of guys up on stage. A lot of the older fellas too that were a part of this night. And I think it's sensational to see. Really good to see these evenings. And one thing that you know, even being the rugby league fanatic that I am, one thing that. I always forget every year when this comes about. The New South Wales side, they normally induct a couple of players into their New South Wales Hall of Fame. And for me, you know, we hold the Immortals at such a high pedestal. I really think we need to put more emphasis on the Hall of Fame um, participants. Uh, This obviously isn't the Hall of Fame of Rugby League. I still think that needs to be held to a higher degree. But um, especially these sort of things like Queensland and New South Wales, State of Origin is our... It is our absolute pinnacle of rugby league. And the guys that both states choose to go into their Hall of Fame, I think they should be celebrated um, in a better fashion than what they are currently. Uh, I mean, I didn't even know that these two guys I'm about to talk about were inducted until midday today when I saw an Instagram post. I think that there should be a bigger deal made out of these guys. And the two guys that were inducted into the Hall of Fame here, uh, the New South Wales Hall of Fame the other night, were, of course, Glenn Lazarus and Brett Kenny. And these are the two up there with the most underappreciated and most underrated footballers I think I've ever seen. Um, Glenn Lazarus, obviously because of the position he plays, we're going to go into more depth on that soon. And Brett Kenny, he was just incredible. When I, for, for the younger generation that don't remember Brett Kenny, when I take you through his career, honestly, you will be blown away, especially when you consider the, the position he was playing. Two incredible careers. We're going to dive into Glenn Lazarus first. Next week in the grand final. Lazarus. Is he going to reach out? Yes! Right next to the post. The Raiders are back. Two years after they threatened Manly in 87. They're back to take on the Tigers for sure. 
the brick with eyes, Glenn Lazarus, one of the greatest footballers we have ever seen. And I think that when it comes to these Hall of Famers and when we rank our best players ever, we undervalue front rowers and forwards unbelievably. I mean, you only have to look at this Dally M system, how many forwards have won it in the last 40 years. It's Gavin Miller, Jason Taumalolo, and that is it, yeah? And these are guys, Jason Taumalolo has been breaking stats and records for years, and I mean, he's been recognized with one Dally M medal, you know? It is tough to be recognized as you should be as a forward. The reality is that in rugby league, you know, if you're a front rower and you do your job to the best of your abilities and a halfback does their job to the best of their abilities, it's always going to be the halfbacks that are going to get more praise than you. It's the harsh reality of it. And Glenn Lazarus, I think he's a guy that is just terribly disrespected in our game. Not like just as far as people appreciating what he achieved and what he did during his career, I cannot believe that he's not mentioned in the greatest conversations more often. Look, he played for the Kangaroos for 10 years as a front rower. Like, there is nothing There is nothing harder than playing in the front row. There is nothing that takes more of a greater toll on your body than playing in the front row. And this is a guy, too. He's not playing for cellar-dweller teams. Like, he is playing finals footballs year in, year out. The amount of football he played is simply incredible. He started his career with the Canberra Raiders in 1987. He stayed there until 1991. Now, in that time, as a young front rower, he played in three grand finals. Unbelievable. Uh, 87, 88, the Canberra Raiders, they're there and thereabouts. 89, they win their first premiership. Unbelievable scenes. 1990, they return to the biggest stage once again. They defeat the Penrith Panthers there. And then 1991, they return once again. So in his, what, five years there, won two premierships, lost one grand final. A pretty impressive, impressive strike rate to kick off your career. Five years, going to three grand finals. Incredible. And the Canberra Raiders, obviously, uh, the premier club at the time. The next club that was about to arrive was going to be the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, They arrived in the competition in 88, won their first premiership you guessed it, the year that Glenn Lazarus arrived, 92, the Broncos addressed they needed a winner and this guy, they could see it in him. They brought him up there in 1992. He stayed there until 1997 and no shock when he arrives, they win 92 they win 93. Yeah, two premierships straight away with Glenn Lazarus leading the front. He also stays there until 1997 when Super League happened obviously. Um, He played in that team. He wasn't in that grand final though I believe he got injured during the season, during the Super League season, but arrived at the Broncos has won two premierships. So that's two clubs he's gone to, two premierships he's won. Simply incredible. After the 97 season, um, the Melbourne Storm come into the competition. Once we were back combined, the Melbourne Storm arrived. And this is a team that, I mean, this is a city that rugby league it has never even been on the radar down in Melbourne. Yeah, this was a big punt by the NRL. A lot of people criticised it. Um, I mean, they've turned out to be one of the most successful franchises ever, and it's been built off the sort of personalities they have and the attitude they have. And from day dot, guys I had on the podcast a few weeks ago, Scott Hill, he, he was there from day one, and he talks about that the marquee guy, it was, of course, Glenn Lazarus. This guy was a proven winner. During the, during the last five or six years, you know, he'd won four premierships. He'd been in another grand final. He'd been a part of the Broncos team. He'd come through the Tim Sheens Raiders. He'd come through the Wayne Bennett Broncos. He had played with all these winners, and he just was so good at what he did. He just lifted teams to a new level. So the Melbourne Storm, being the smart franchise that they are, they targeted this guy. They come into the competition 98. I believe they make it to the finals. They get dusted. It might be by the Broncos. I'd I'd have to look it up, but they get dusted in the semifinals of 98. They come back in 99. The second year of existence, rugby league in Melbourne. We're so used to it now, but 
my God, it was just unheard of back then. There was no way that this could have succeeded. And 1999, they win their first premiership. Unbelievable scenes. In only their second year in the competition, they defeat the St. George Illawarra Dragons, the merged club, of course, only in their second year as well. Uh, unbelievable scenes. Glenn Lazarus, he, he's the guy that people remember yeah, after the game, doing the, the cartwheels and the handstands. Just unbelievable scenes from a front rower. Simply incredible. And... You know, that, that sums up the guy's career. I mean, he comes in in 87, he wins 89 and 90, he loses 91, he moves clubs. The club that he arrives at, the Brisbane Broncos, they win their first ever premiership, 92-93. Not to mention he won Canberra Raiders' first ever premiership as well. So that's three clubs he's been to, and the three clubs he went to, they all won their first premiership ever. The Canberra Raiders, the Brisbane Broncos, the Melbourne Storm. Now, obviously the Canberra Raiders, they went on to win more premierships after that. They, they, they won in 1990. Um, they were came back in 94 once he was gone as well. The Broncos, they've gone on to win more premierships since. The Melbourne Storm have gone on to win a heap of more premierships since. But this is one guy that is going to be a feature of three of the strongest clubs of all time because he was part of their inaugural premiership and a critical part of his inaugural premiership. He was the main front rower in all of these sides. An unbelievable footballer. Obviously played for the Kangaroos for 10 years. Was a New South Wales stalwart as well. A champion bloke and a guy that franchises knew this guy's a winner, and if he's in our building, we're a better chance to lift a trophy this year. He's criminally underappreciated, criminally underrated. If he achieved what he did as a halfback, could you imagine where we would hold Glenn Lazarus? If he went to the Canberra Raiders as a seven, did his job as well as he did in the front row, and he did it at halfback, he won two premierships there, lost a grand final, moved to the Brisbane Broncos. They won their first ever premiership and then backed it up a year later, and then he went to the brand-new fran- franchise in a rugby league desert, Melbourne and won a premiership there as well. Incredible, incredible career from Glenn Lazarus. I feel like I'm saying that word a lot, but this guy, he is just something different. Same as the next bloke we're going to touch on, Brett Kenny. Brett Kenny, mate, this guy, his nickname was The Natural. I'm not sure if there could be a better fitting nickname for a bloke than that. This guy, Bert, he was unbelievable. Played, you know, 14 years of first grade, 1980 to 1983. Also had a stint in England, which he absolutely dominated over there. Uh, This is a two-time Clive Churchill medalist. This is a golden boot winner. Brett Kenny in this Parramatta Hills side, he was unbelievable. He really owned the 80s with his halves partner, Peter Sterling. And I think it's often, I think both of these guys are underappreciated, but I think it is Sterling that grabs more of the attention than Brett Kenny. And, I mean, that's the reality of wearing the seven. I mean, there's no position that you get more credit for your team winning than the halfback. And on the other side of the coin, there's no position that you cop more shit from your team losing than when you're the seven. So it's completely understandable. But what Brett Kenny did in his career was unbelievable. Now, he made his debut in 1980. Yeah, for the Paramount Eels. Played a number of games. Bit of 5'8", bit of centre here and there. 1981. He's the full-time 5'8 alongside Peter Sterling. Uh, They win the grand final that year. He scores two tries in the grand final. 1982, uh, they win that grand final as well. He scores another two tries in that grand final. 1983, after going back-to-back premiers, they return for a third time, and he scores two tries again in the 1983 grand final. That's three grand finals in a row that he scored two tries. And in 82 and 83, he won the Clive Churchill medal. So in his first four years of first grade, 
That's three grand finals, three premierships, six grand final tries, and two Clive Churchill medalists. And for me, you sum up guys by how they perform on the biggest stages. In his fourth year of first grade, he already had two Clive Churchill medals. He was the best player on the ground in two grand finals by the time he was playing his fourth year of first grade. Simply unbelievable from Brett Kenny. And the game that he didn't get a Clive Churchill medal in, he still scored two tries in, and it was his first ever first grade grand final. Honestly, unbelievable what this guy achieved. On top of that, they went back in 1984 for a fourth grand final in a row, which he played in. They lost that grand final by two points. It was the only time he didn't score two tries in a grand final, and he had two disallowed. And it was a game that was won 4-2, yeah, so unbelievable circumstances. A guy that came from Gerringong, an absolute wizard. Uh, they obviously came back in 1986. They won the grand final there. So in his first seven years of first grade, he had five grand finals, four premierships, two Clive Churchills in his first seven years of first grade. Unbelievable. Now, between 1981 and 1983, as we said, scored a heap of grand final tries. It should be noted that over these three years, Brett Kenny. He played in 11 finals games. He scored 10 tries. He was almost going a try a game in the finals. And keep in mind, by the time we get to 82-83, you know, this is the team that everyone wants. They are the absolute benchmark. Everyone is preparing themselves for the Parramatta Eels. You know you have to beat the Parramatta Eels to win this competition. So teams are coming at them with their absolute best. They had a damn good team, don't get me wrong, but without this guy, it would have been completely different. As I said, in your first four years of first grade to win three premierships, two Clive Churchill medals to be the best on the field twice and in the game you didn't get Clive Churchill you scored two tries in anyway this guy was unbelievable Brett Kenny just a freakish footballer as I said a golden boot winner as well just did it all and especially in state of origin and this is why he was put into the New South Wales Hall of Fame what he did there was unbelievable and I think it's a bit of a shame on New South Wales because we, we consistently screwed this up with Brett Kenny, picking him at centre. This was this is one of his downfalls. He was such a good footballer that he could play a vast array of positions, and we would quite often play him at centre instead of playing him at 5'8". And you hear the old stories about Queensland. They'd sit around the radio, the radio, they'd wait for New South Wales to name their team, and they'd hear that Brett Kenny wasn't 5'8", and they'd just go, beautiful. That's going to be 25 less touches that the absolute magician's going to have in this game. We literally did them a favor. It was unbelievable how it went. Uh, this is a guy that he's the one that went head to head with Wally Lewis. He's the one that went head to head with Wally Lewis. They say he's the only guy that could compete with Wally Lewis at that level and quite often get the better of him. Uh, an incredible footballer. I mean, Wally Lewis, he's already in a model of our game, no doubting his ability, his talent, but this guy Far out. If he's the only one that could push this fella, and he did consistently, and Queensland was so stoked every time he was picked at centre instead of 5'8", even though they had Wally Lewis, that is saying something about this guy. At club level, he was amazing. Four premierships, five grand finals, two Clive Churchills, a golden boot. He did everything he possibly could, Brett Kenny, and he did it in a short amount of time. I often talk about, and, you know, I mention a lot about Mitch Moses. Like, you know, here he is coming into age 27, 28, where halves should be playing their best footy. Here's Brett Kenny. By the time he was 25, he had already achieved so much. Two Clive Churchills. He'd already won 
three grand finals, about to win his fourth, and this is all before he hit his absolute peak. I understand the game is different now to what it was then, but you've got to appreciate just how good this guy was and what he achieved in his career. I think whenever we get to the Immortals debate, he is critically underrated and undervalued whenever we get into this conversation. It probably probably hurts him a little bit that he had Peter Sterling next to him, and I understand that, but I think Sterling is also undervalued in this conversation. But Brett Kenny, one of the best players we've ever seen, one of the most versatile players we've ever seen, to jump in at centre or 5'8 and be the best at both positions whenever you wanted to be. And then for teams to celebrate, when you're picked at centre, Instead of when you're picked at 5A, and this isn't just a team, this is a Queensland origin team, this is the best of the best from Queensland, for them to be stoked when you're not picked at your key position, you're picked somewhere else, even though you have an immortal and Wally Lewis in your team, that is saying something about this guy. Glenn Lazarus, Brett Kenny, they were both inducted into the New South Wales Hall of Fame, and these are two guys that should be right up there with the immortal arguments, two of the best we've ever seen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 